0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Sarah. I am a holistic health coach and chakra coach, and we are on episode 20. I can't believe it. Uh, Obviously, there are shows with way more episodes, but this feels like a pretty big milestone to me. I just want to thank everybody for the feedback and for saying such nice things. You guys are the best. I'm so glad that you're finding the podcast helpful, and I hope that I can continue to provide useful information for you. If you want to share your story with me, I would love to hear it. You can email uh, chakrabalancingforweightloss at gmail.com, or there's an option to leave a voice message in the show notes if that's easier for you than writing things out. I am so grateful every time I hear from any of you. You're amazing. Anyway, welcome back to our second deep dive series. This time around, our aspect of the sacral chakra that we're going to explore is Sensitivity. This is closely related to emotions, which was our last deep dive aspect, and that's episode 12, if you want to go back and check it out. Sensitivity is just a description of our level of reaction to stimulus, how we respond to the things around us. Sensitivity can be physical. It can be emotional. If something bothers our body, like a food or a fabric, we might say that we have a sensitivity to it, if it isn't a full-blown allergy. You can be really sensitive to bug bites or not highly sensitive to pain. It's a sliding scale. It's just a level of reaction. And the same goes when we talk about being emotionally sensitive. Some people are highly sensitive to their emotions, fully aware and fully involved in them, sometimes to the exclusion of being aware of other people's emotions. Have you ever met anyone like that? Uh, We might accuse these people of being too sensitive On the other end of the scale, we have people who are completely disconnected from their own emotions, and they have no sensitivity to what they're feeling. Sometimes those people also have no awareness of other people's emotions, and we accuse those people of being insensitive. But honestly, most people fall somewhere in the continuum, and it changes day to day, right? Sometimes it's much easier to be connected to your emotions and sensitive to them. Sometimes it's much easier to be sensitive to other people than it is other times. Most people are just somewhere in the middle of being sensitive to their own emotional state and being aware of others. It's all normal. None of it is good or bad, and we shouldn't really necessarily try to change our 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 instinct, our internal nature. But since the sacral chakra is associated with our right to feel, an imbalance here can really make emotional self awareness and uh, empathy really. Challenging, So we really want to find a balance, right? Some people are just naturally more aware of others, naturally more aware of themselves, or less aware. Those are all okay, but we want to find a balance. Now, sometimes we seek to take away some of our emotional sensitivity. What does that mean? It can mean that when we're feeling strong emotions, being pulled on a roller coaster of feelings, or the emotion is maybe one we don't want to feel, sadness, boredom, anger... Uh, we take actions, we do things to dull our sensitivity. Maybe that's overeating. Maybe that's drinking too much wine. Anything so that we don't have to be so freaking sensitive to ourself, right? However, not only do these things only provide a short-term solution, they contribute to our weight challenges. And other health challenges, by the way. Other people, others of us, have stagnant sacral chakras. We might use alcohol to increase our sensitivity to our desires. The old stereotype of someone drinking and letting their inhibitions down, right? That's somebody trying to increase their sensitivity to their own feelings and desires. Uh, These feelings are sometimes there and we may or may not be sensitive to them and the alcohol lets them out. Now unfortunately, it's frequently without the benefit of logic, so we can end up doing more harm to ourselves than good, and sometimes even harm to others. So really finding a balance in the sacral chakra so that we're sensitive to our own emotions without letting them totally rule us is really important. Finding a balance so that we can be sensitive to the feelings of others without getting overwhelmed by their emotions or trying to take them on. Remember, you are not responsible for the thoughts and feelings of other people. You can't make people think or feel things just as they can't make you think or feel things, right? Everyone has to be responsible for their own personal power. Check out the Solar Plexus Deep Dive of Personal Power if you have questions about that. That's really important to remember. But we want emotional sensitivity Without emotional reactivity. Now, on the other extreme, shutting ourselves, shutting our emotional selves down and being oblivious to other people's emotional states, that's the goal of sensitivity in the sacral chakra with regards to emotions, right? To avoid those extremes, to find balance in the middle. Now, when we talk about sensitivity, we can also be talking about our awareness of our bodies sensitive to the messages our body is trying to communicate. Imbalances in the sacral chakra can disconnect us from our bodies, especially if we actively dislike our bodies, which I find is often the case with people who are trying to lose weight. And I, I believe that's such a huge mistake. First, if you've heard any other episode, you know I advocate loving your body toward change, Rather than shaming your body toward change and ostracizing or ignoring your body or simply trying to force something onto it like a harsh nutrition or fitness program makes it so hard to be sensitive to what your body is trying to tell you. Every body has a message to share. These messages are valuable and they are worth hearing and listening and being sensitive to but so often we're trying to push aside what our body needs. Physical pain is a message. And instead of listening to the message, we try to cover up the pain. Now, I am absolutely not saying, don't take medicine you need, of course do that. But maybe also listen to the reason you have pain. Same thing with high blood pressure or type two diabetes, for sure. Take any medicine a doctor prescribes, but listen to the message. What is your body trying to tell you about the pain or illness? Can you balance your sacral chakra so that you can become more sensitive to, more aware of what your body is saying? If you can find that balance, that sensitivity, maybe there are loving ways you can care for yourself, including medication. But what are some other loving ways that you could care for yourself and be sensitive to what your body is trying to tell you. One of the basic aspects of the sacral chakra is movement. The element of the sacral chakra, water, is rarely still. When it is, it becomes a breeding ground for all kinds of things. And while nature might have use for that, if the waters of our body and our second chakra becomes stagnant, they grow dis-ease, restlessness, discomfort, a lack of emotional growth and emotional recognition. And in extreme cases, self-loathing or complete detachment. Sometimes when we're trying to lose weight, we feel like movement has to be punishing or extreme, to get results. And I am a hundred percent guilty of this. There are times, there have been times in my life when I have thought if I didn't work out two hours a day, I wasn't doing enough. I would just pound my body into submission, not being sensitive at all to the damage my body was taking on or the emotional toll it was taking on me. Once, several years ago, I insisted on continuing my training for an event, even though I was seriously injured. I just refused to be sensitive to my body. And I refused to feel the disappointment I would have felt if I stopped. I didn't want to be emotionally sensitive to that. I just wanted to push that away. So I did the event and the resulting damage took eight years to fully recover from. Years, not months, not weeks. Eight years to be pain-free from the damage I did to myself so listen just know I'm there with you right like not being sensitive to the body we can, that can happen to anyone no one is perfect and no judgment on any of us let's just work from here forward to find that balance I mean what I did was foolish it was an extreme example of an energetic imbalance that spilled over hard into the physical world and there's lots of other ways that can happen as well Um, trying to push down any sort of emotional sensitivity by overeating or overdrinking. That's another way of just refusing to feel sensitive to your emotions or sensitive to your body and not having that balance that we need to be healthy and to make the decisions we want to, to take care of our body from a loving place. Anyway, the point is movement can be exercise, but it doesn't have to be. Movement is just an opportunity to feel your body, to notice what it's saying. I think I've said before that there's a lot of research into the idea that emotional chemicals and hormones can be stored in the tissues. Movement can release those. Sometimes it's joy, sometimes it's sadness, sometimes it's anger, uh, sometimes it's old trauma. But movement is one way to become sensitive to emotions That might be living in your fascia, living in your connective tissue. So movement is a really wonderful way to increase your sensitivity to your body. And interestingly, it can also help you increase your sensitivity to your emotions and help you find a balance, right? Again, it's emotional sensitivity, not emotional reactivity. We want to balance the sacral chakra so that we can find that space, hold that space between feeling the emotion and reacting to the emotion, right? Feel the feeling without taking an action or making a choice that isn't in the interest of your higher self. So that's what we're really looking for in this balancing of the sacral chakra, finding the sensitivity in the sacral chakra. And today's meditation can be done in any position, seated, standing, lying down, but we're gonna move through the joints of the body with some gentle movements to help us become more sensitive to ourselves. Wherever you are, take a moment to close your eyes and take a few cleansing breaths in through your nose, big audible sigh out through your mouth. As we move each area of the body, do your best to focus on the sensation there. Notice it without judgment and listen for any message your body might be trying to communicate to you. Take the movements as slow or as fast as feels comfortable and good. And as we move, let each joint find stillness and rest before moving to the next. Bend and straighten your toes a few times. Let your toes be still and begin to point and flex your feet, moving at the ankles. Rotate the ankles one direction. Rotate them the other way. Let the ankles still. Bend and straighten the knees gently. Relax your knees. Flex and extend your hips by bringing the knee up toward your chest, either one at a time or together. The movement doesn't need to be big, just to create some awareness of movement at the hip. You might, if you're standing, like to take the leg behind you, lengthening gently across the front of the hip. Hold the legs still and begin to rock the hips side to side, front and back in circles. This might create movement in your legs or torso, that's okay. Just let your awareness be at your hips. finding some stillness once again, begin to let the spine move gently. You can bend to the side, bend forward, back, whatever feels right, right now. Listening to your body, focusing on the movement. If it's available to you, rotate easily, never forcing to the right and left, maybe even taking your gaze with you, eyes still closed to let you focus on the sensations in your body. Moving now into the shoulders. Lift them high, press them back. Push them down, pull them forward. Roll your shoulders forward in circles. Reverse the direction of the circle. Bend and straighten your elbows. Bend and straighten your wrists. Rotate your wrists one direction. And now the other. Bend and straighten your fingers. Carefully now, finding some movement in the neck. If you have any issues here, simply skip this section and just breathe. Look to your right, look to your left, look down. Without lifting your shoulders, take your right ear towards your right shoulder. Slowly move to the other side. Finally, move the muscles of your face around, letting the jaw, cheeks, and eyes move. Now releasing as much tension as possible in the whole body, simply take three cleansing breaths and reflect on any messages your body has given you. Open your eyes and continue moving into your day. Namaste.